2: the end zone he goes for the
0: touchdown you know to have it back who's was such a threat out of the backfield on pass plays you know to me he's
2: as good as anyone in the league at that and then plus the runner that he is pairing him with some of our guys it's just been we haven't had to force much to him when, when he can run the ball and he can catch check downs and also be the main guy
3: in some routes it's just it's a great weapon to have
2: now back to
4: will and Dibby
5: on 95 7 the game <laughs> Good morning to everybody who said the 49ers gave up too much for Christian McCaffrey. Just want to say hello. Happy holidays. How's everybody doing out there? Well, let's see what those picks turn into, Mark. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't care. I don't care what they turn into. They're 7-0 and since he got here. Oh, really? Is that any good? 7-0! and 7-0! Call my message Yeah. Seven and one eight
2: hundred. Christian McCaffrey. Seven and
5: one. Kansas City. Well, okay. Seven and zero oh, since he took over the full complement starter. Yeah. I know. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh,
2: yeah. It's, he, whatever. He, seven and one is accurate. Jeez. Whatever. Accuracy dream crusher. matters. In the interest Man. of
5: accuracy, thank you. We as a group believe. It's my guy. Yeah. I know it is. We hang out. I couldn't be more jealous, that I'm not a jealous person. I know. I'm not a jealous person. I don't get jealous. All I do, if you got something going on and if you win the lotto, I'm like, yay! Yeah. Yes! I'm so jealous.
2: I'm not a jealous person. I'm one step away from uh, Dibs. This is uh, Gabe. Uh, obviously. Should we get coffee Obvi- this morning?
5: Obviously, the answer is an iced <laughs> vanilla latte. Um, I tell you what, uh, I don't get jealous. but uh, He's a hot coffee mm, guy, by yeah. the way. Oh, that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I I mean, I was going to say... 104 degrees Fahrenheit (laughs) is the
5: optimal coffee temperature. Yeah, you know what's scary about that dude? I think that coffee that he's drinking is the only thing he has until like 2 in the afternoon. I'm not kidding. He didn't eat until 2 in the afternoon. We've had... We have had very in-depth food conversations. And if I ate like Gabe Kapler did... I would be in the fetal position by 11 a.m.
2: I was going to say, if you like, don't eat by 11, you get, bro. you get crabby and you get crazy. You want to know what I've already eaten this morning?
5: Leftover turkey meatloaf with fried eggs, grilled asparagus. Like, I mean, I go in at 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. This guy's like, I'll have coffee. i, I just <laughs> like, what? I, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. It's not the way I'm wired. But anyway, 888-957-9570 is the number. And as we said, the day like today, Victory Friday, and it's going to be the same question until we don't have to ask the question anymore. And that is, how has the evolution of your Brock Purdy experience sort of changed. And it's not that last week I wasn't convinced. We keep saying every week there's a bunch of green checks like, gosh, the poise under pressure and, you know, he's, the red light came on and he didn't freak out. Um, I'm still not going to let my mind go to Super Bowl because it's just not, it's not the way I, I want this whole thing to work. I want to go game by game but it's not a seven quarter thing anymore. It's now 11 quarters and there's been a road game and there's been a division rival matchup and a clinching of the division. And so now where are we on what we think Brock Purdy can do? And the only way I'd answer it is I now don't see why anything would be off the table.
2: I like that, and I, I've i kind of been there from the start, and it's not because I've been the biggest Brock Purdy fan. Of course, I've been a fan of what he's done, but to me, it's what everything else around him is. And I don't know if you noticed, Mark, and this may be breaking news to you, even though you watch the game very closely. Debo didn't play last night. No, I didn't. Did you miss Debo? Yeah, I actually. I, I Did you form- miss
5: him? I formulated a take last night. It was really good when I was practicing on Christian and Abe. I'm like, all right, guys, <laughs> what, do go, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? You sit down tomorrow and just be like, you know what? Look, I know they won, and that's great. But they gotta get Debo more involved. I didn't even say about that. <laughs> Seriously. I don't know what's going on. Is he in the doghouse? Seriously, what did Debo say to Kyle on the sideline? Pissed him off. That was super weird that they didn't get him
2: more involved last night. Yeah, and it's this no disrespect to Debo Samuel. This is a compliment to everyone else, but you were able to do what you did without Debo Samuel, who is your number two offensive weapon behind Christian McCaffrey you mentioned it before anybody who was ripping the trade they gave up too much for Christian <laughs> McCaffrey and even if McCaffrey decides to leave after the year or if they decide not to whatever happens the fact oh that he's God, done what he's done him, yeah. seriously what he's already <laughs> right. done is right. worth the second a third a fourth and a fifth in next year and and by the way George Kittle has been rediscovered in this offense in a big way. This is not to say that Jimmy wouldn't have found him, but Brock Purdy is finding him now in great (laughs) and unique ways. That was a sensual NFL play.
5: The double fake and Kittle down the middle all by himself. That was food for people. Football porn.
1: porn? Totally.
5: If you're an X's and O's person, you're just like... Oh gosh, that that felt
2: good. That felt really really good. <laughs> it's just like, ex- all 11 oh, defensive players gosh. don't know what's happening and Kittle's like, "Hey, hey Brock. <laughs> There's no one around me for about 10 yards Touch in any direction. Death. Would you mind throwing me the pill?" Oh my
5: gosh, that's really good. And then the
2: second one was equally uh it was beautiful. delicious. It was beautiful. In that Brock looked no, no, no. I wonder. I wonder. I wonder if oh, George has
5: sprung free. <laughs> Someone's by himself. Huh. Uh, really, just really good football. It's just really good football right now. Uh, James in Napa. Let's uh, let's get us going here. We'd love to hear from Ollie on Willard and Dibbs. Hey, James, what are you doing?
4: Hey, I'm I'm inside after uh, pulling all the uh, tomato plants out of the ground and uh, getting ready to put in some potatoes for the. The
2: season. You're getting ready, man. Smart I move. Get, yep. It's yep. a good late uh, tomato season though? You must have got uh, some tomatoes all the way into early December. I did. Those
4: early girls went uh, all the way through
2: December. It's big, like a Jordan Mason run all the way down
5: to the yep. two yard line. And I'm a big tomato fan all the way back in the days of Cars and, and Disney Pixar. Yeah, so, you know. yeah, that's right. I'm the world best tomato grower.
1: What's going on here?
5: I don't know. Go ahead, James what, what uh, I felt after
4: watching last night's game was um, I'm not going to put a wet blanket on Purdy but he did throw an interception in his first full game that was uh, negated by a phantom holding call that's true and he and he did throw an interception last night that was dropped by a sure-handed receiver. So I still don't know how he responds to adversity. Oh, I boy. understand how he responds when he's riding the crest of success, mm. but the true tale is going to be what happens when he when that interception is completed, or he fumbles, or he has some other um, problem in the
5: game. James let me let me, let me yeah, respond James. to that That's in a what couple I'd of say, ways James adversity let, let me respond to this in a couple of ways if you mean adversity in terms of like when does Brock Purdy face a double digit deficit okay we haven't seen that but the idea that oh he had an interception dropped and he threw one that was called back do you want to know who else throws interceptions Patrick Mahomes has thrown 11 of them sure, this year sure. uh Josh Allen has been one of the leaders in interceptions this year he's also thrown 11 Interceptions are going to happen. Brock Purdy is going to throw them. Every quarterback does. That doesn't mean that he's a bad player. I'm also going to clap back here James on the idea that he hasn't faced adversity. I know a lot of you watch the game and then off you go into your evening, maybe you didn't listen to what Kyle Shanahan said after the game. James Brock Purdy did not throw a football all week long. He threw a couple balls at the hotel before the game yesterday just to prove that he could still throw the ball. Then they cut his pregame warm-up short and admitted after the game that their plan was to go in the game and let Brock play as long as he could until the pain overwhelmed him, and then they were going to put Josh Johnson into the game. The pain never overwhelmed him, so he hung in there. But I'm sorry. If you don't think that that's adversity, I I, I got another thing for you. That was adversity. You're on the road. You're in an environment where they're desperate. 12th man division on the line. And you're in so much pain that the team is planning for you to not play in the second half. And then you do that? That's handling adversity.
2: Yes, it is. But he's talking about something different. And this is something that he's yet to do, which is you throw an interception. It's a bad interception. And your team gives up seven points as a result. And now you got to come back on the field and overcome your mistake. Yes, he overcame some physical maladies yesterday. He played through pain. That's absolutely something that he's done before in college. And Patrick Mahomes, he's thrown 11 interceptions. You remember their earlier playoff run from three or four years ago where Tennessee had them down 17 nothing, Yes. And he was able to immediately right the ship and come from behind after a couple of his own mistakes. And that's what he was talking about, the caller, in terms of Brock Purdy adversity. And I think that's exactly a thing. And that's where... You're in a great spot now because you've got the next three weeks. You know you're the three seed at worst. So now Brock Purdy can go out there and make these mistakes and learn from it and figure out what you do after you make a bad interception. You're right. He hasn't
5: faced a double-digit deficit. That would be interesting. And the Niners as a whole are not necessarily built like that Uh, with this defense. I wonder if they'll ever get to a double-digit deficit. I don't know. Yeah, Kyle, what's up?
3: Do we think he's not registering these near interceptions as mistakes in his brain? Yeah, I mean... And the misthrows that he had last night and some of the mistakes that he made. He's registering these as mistakes. Like, that throw to Quandre Diggs last night that he dropped for the interception, Brock still has to go and make a play after that sure. after going, oh my God. Like, sure. yeah, he dodged a bullet on the stat sheet, but that's very much going down in his head as a mistake. There was the a yeah. second down throw he missed on, a. I think it was to McCaffrey and then the next third down he missed an open IUK and like just missed him flat out. So the fact that he continued to play well into the fourth quarter last night after struggling a little bit in the early part of the game, to me that is overcoming adversity. Yes, Even but if it it's, doesn't show it's, up yeah, on the I'm team. sorry,
2: Kyle, but it's not the same as when you actually make a mistake where you actually turn the ball over. It's like when you mm. you park somewhere in San Francisco and you're in a little bit of a rush and you forget to feed the meter and you go somewhere for thirty, thirty-five, forty minutes and you realize about halfway through, oh crap, I didn't feed the meter. I'm going to get a parking ticket and you go back to your car and you didn't get a ticket and you think, oh, God, I got lucky. I got away with one there. I made a mistake. I threw the ball to a defender. He dropped it. I parked without feeding the meter. I didn't get a ticket you learn from it but it's not it's not the same concrete feeling as when you actually go back to your car and you see that flapping piece of paper under your windshield wiper i'm going to i'm going to split the difference mm-hmm. on this i'm, I'm going to an give analogy. myself yeah. a four. No, that was a great
5: analogy no stop giving yourself numbers i'm going to i'm going to i gonna, can't turn around I, i'm I gonna, get in trouble i'm going to split the difference on this I, i'll grant you that there's an emotional thing that happens to a person where when they make a mistake and let's say it's a pick six and like your team is now down seven nothing, and you're like, okay, how am I going to react to that moment? However, to Kyle's point, I think most professional athletes are process oriented people, not results. Go back to John Wooden, he was the best at this of all time. You guys do exactly what we're talking about doing, and the results will take care of themselves. They're process-oriented people. They are given a job, they study, they go try to execute it. And when they make that mistake, and I think Kyle, that's what you're talking about. When you make that mistake, they're gonna go into the film room and he's gonna say, that that, that was the, I made this mistake. Whether the other player caught it or not, it absolutely has to be reviewed in terms of process the exact same way. And I think the good athletes do take those interceptions that get dropped and they process them the exact same way as the ones that do, which is I made that mistake. I got to go fix this. Quick memory, go fix it.
2: But it's different when the interception is dropped, as opposed to when the interception is made, On the because the inter yeah. well, in real time. Because when the interception is dropped. You go back to the huddle, and you get another play immediately when you throw a pick, and the other team gets it, and they all run into the end zone, and they all pose for that picture, and you trudge to the sideline, and yeah, you grab is, you grab your electronic notepad, and you review it. Yes, you look at it, and you go, man, I made a bad play, and guess what? Now I'm on the sideline, no, so it's completely why It's why it completely split, I it's why it split
5: the difference. It's Yeah, it's a semantics thing. Jonathan in, uh, in San Francisco, hey, what are you doing? You're on Willard and Debs.
4: Oh, man. I'm, I'm still so fired up. I'm so pumped, man. My, my, my head might explode.
2: <laughs> well, don't it's do
4: that. Drop, drop. be messy. It's an early Christmas gift for the entire Bay Area and all of the Niners faithful, man. This is the guy we've been waiting for. <laughs> He's here. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome, man. I mean, how can he be this good so early? I mean, you're telling me this guy's already manipulating uh, linebackers looking right, throwing left? This is sneaky athletic with, with his cat-like reflexes eluding an block blitz. And he just stares that barrel of the gun right in his face and throws a touchdown. I mean, come on. That, now the offense is on schedule, like the Japanese transit system. In almost no negative plays. I mean, the, what is there not to like? It's so... I can't believe it. It's a pinch it's pinch me moment. That's one more thing to say, guys. I wanna rock and roll all night. And pretty every day. Let's go
5: That might be it. I wanna <laughs> I wanna you. rock and roll all night and Purdy every day. That might be it. We've been looking for the pun that actually kind of knocks the other puns down. He gets a three because
2: That's it's been I mean it's I've one year before. Frankford had that pun six months ago. Okay. Thank did
5: he? You. Did he really? Yes. Even before Shout you play? Shout out the pregame show. Wake up, Mark. 5 a.m. Shout out why, KCBS, why 15 would, and 45. Why was anyone talking about Brock Purdy six months ago? He was
2: at training camp. That's weird. Anyway. And when you do your homework, Mark, when yeah. you see the future like a Stephen Langford, you it. understand that you want to be first. You want to get ahead of it. I, but I, I, I'm, I'm glad uh, that... Johnny uh, gets points for, for always singing. Yeah, he, on he sings on do do. the air.
5: Like, it's like an automatic four just for like, the guts. But anyway... It'd I, be a lot cooler if he was actually uh, out delivering the mail. Well, Maybe that. I'd get
2: my mail before 5 o'clock. I do love that he brings up
5: clutch this time of year too. I, I love it oh, No joke. Yeah, you gotta ex- you talk about executing.
2: I do you I, tip the mailman, by the way, or do you tip the garbage man? Is that, uh, is that something you do? No, I don't even
5: like okay. I don't even see the mailman. I don't know or the when the mail they, carrier, or I apologize. carrier. Mailman, yeah. mail woman. I don't know when they come. It it's like it's a lot of times I'll get home from work and it's already gone. <laughs> and and I know I could leave something in the mailbox or whatever. But like well, for the sometimes effort. it comes at eight o'clock at night. But yeah. anyway, uh point being is this I'm glad he brought up Christmas because this is or whatever holiday you want to celebrate don't you think that the best gifts are the ones that you didn't ask for yeah i always think that this is weird sometimes when the kids will give you a list of eight things on it and then you just wrap those eight things and put them under the tree it's like well okay that was fine that was pretty formulaic but the best gifts are the ones that you're like so that's why i got to a point this used to tick my mom off I'm like, i don't want to ask for anything. You figure it out. I trust you. You're awesome. That's you know brutal. me. No, but it's like, I, if I just tell you, give me that hoodie. Okay, get a hoodie and a box. And it's it's like, what's the fun in that? And this is what Brock Purdy is. Trey Lance is what we asked for. Jimmy Garoppolo. Man, Trey Lance, it's like the toy that got <laughs>
2: broken. Jimmy Garoppolo's the pair of socks or the belt that you that you got oh, that man. you needed you're bringing me background right, of my childhood when I got one of those. Uh, I got one of those gas-powered airplanes on a string that you would like, man. You would, fly, I love it. You would fly it around yeah. like over your head. I made about seven revolutions, and that thing just well, immediately get, nosedived on Eastwood Drive. And your boy was in absolute tears. I'm not surprised.
5: Christmas over. Those toys never make it to December 26th. That that's was solid. the Trey Lance of toys. The, yeah, that's, they're, not, they're not built to do that. But Brock Purdy... I ran that toy into the ground, Kyle Shanahan. Brother, Purdy is the puppy who you didn't even ask for. But your parents just suddenly were like, we're getting a puppy. And somehow this it's puppy came already
2: potty trained. <laughs> Seriously, it's like, Actually, this is a wonder puppy. So it's a rescue that's Dude, like already perfect. This exactly. puppy's like four months old and he's already <laughs> scratching at the door to let you point. know when he needs to yeah, go out. He's already
5: saving you when there's like a weird figure walking down the street late at night. Dude, Wait, who are you, Brock Puppy? Uh, Red- this guy's pretty good. Red- Redwood Dave next up on Willard and Dibs. Hey, Dave, what are you
2: doing? What are you doing?
5: Oh, I'm
4: getting ready to do some more Christmas shopping later today and celebrate the win of the
5: Niners. We're running out of time, uh, Dave. No more. Uh, no, plenty of time. No, Mark. there's, there's plenty, plenty of time. Plenty of time to shop. There's right. not that the, much 40, time left to do it online. True, because boy, that shipping those uh, that's, prices are going up.
4: Very true. Very yeah, true. go ahead, Dave. So the Forty ers are on the. The Forty are in the best place possible. It's not about Harbaugh. It's not about Kyle. It's not about Trey. It's not about Jimmy it's about the team, and Brock is leading the way. He knows when he needs to be the guy, and he also knows when he can just be a guy on the team. Very important.
5: I like that distinction. Um, He knows when he's got to be the guy, and he knows when he can just be a guy. I will say, though, like... Uh, I, I, shoulders go up a little bit when he goes. It's not about Kyle. He's right. It is about the team. This is a. There, there's a lot of aspects to this. You've got an elite defense. You got Pro Bowlers dotted all over the offense. You've now got a quarterback who's got poise and is totally under control. Uh, but my gosh, my, Kyle Shanahan, the, these plays. That, uh, that, that are being called right now and having somebody who, as Kyle always wanted, sees it, when you see the play and you have the athleticism to uh, to, to buy more time and let things develop and find Kittle down the left sideline who's your fourth option or whatever. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm really glad that they look the way they do right now Because I I think Kyle Shanahan is going to start getting the credit that I sort of believe he's always deserved.
2: And that credit will have to come from outside of the organization and, as you've said, outside of the inner NFL circles. Because they already have revered him at this level since he was a 23-year-old graduate assistant. This guy's been getting these accolades. The only remaining... I guess group of people that needs to praise him like he should like they should <laughs> is 49er fans. Yeah. And if you look Mark at Brock Purdy, he had 211 passing yards before that, 195, and then you look at the Jimmy G games before that, 230, 221, 228, 230, 257. This is Kyle Shanahan. I would imagine that Kyle Shanahan if he had to would get Josh Johnson in Next week against Washington, and you can go ahead right now and give Josh Johnson sixteen of twenty-four for 217, two touchdowns uh, and maybe know. a pick. I don't it's know. It's Kyle Shanahan. I, it's
5: not just Kyle. Like I, I also don't. You. I
2: don't think we can take that away from Brock Purdy. I'm not taking it away but, from any of the three yeah. quarterbacks he started. But yeah. I'm looking at the consistency of their productivity under no. him. The only guy who has been there for all. What, 14 games is
5: Kyle Shanahan. That's true. That's true. Um, but I also think sometimes when we see 215 passing yards, people go, oh, it's not like he's that dynamic. Uh, he's only throwing for, you. see, he's just got so many good players around him. All he's got to do is just dink and dunk and do what Kyle tells him to do. Well, let me throw a number at you or a series of numbers. And I wonder if you'll be able to gather what this is uh, 217, then 380, 153, 190, 175. 243, 285, 155, 239, 204. You get the point. You got a lot of numbers that are in the high hundreds, a lot of numbers that are in just the low 200s, very few over 300. Do you know what I was just reading? Uh, Passing yardage for the 49ers. No, passing yardage for Jalen Hurts, who's probably going to be the MVP of the National Football League. So I think move off this. That's crazy because that mirrors exactly the 49ers passing numbers. So move off this idea that you got to go for 300 yards and three touchdowns to be. A really good quarterback. That's what And I know Jalen is adding unbelievable running numbers next to those passing yards, and that's why he's going to be the MVP. But it's not, it doesn't have to look like Mahomes to be playing great quarterback,
2: is 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 my point. Um, that was crazy because I thought you were reading yeah, the Niners passing totals. That's the Eagles. That's the Eagles passing yardage. Because the Niners have gone sub-200 four times this year. Two of those with Trey Lance and then two subsequently. And the, uh, as you said,
5: sub-200, Jalen Hurts has done it one, two, three, four times. Four times. And that's the best team in football. And the best team in football. My God. Uh, It's all sponsored by Pfizer, and we got you all lined up, and we're coming straight to you. More of your phone calls next as the Brock Purdy Show continues. 888 957 9570 is the number on Willard and Dips.
0: three right here on 95 7 the game now back to my two guys i actually feel like i do a show with them on the
5: changeover willard and diems right here on 95 7 the game oh guru i can't
2: wait to see guru today guru gurus oh my god this is taking me back right now mark this is you want to talk about high school dances for me in the 80s and for those of you on YouTube, I apologize. You can't hear it, but it's the B-52s with Brock Lobster. <laughs> and when this would come on, it was an absolute... What would you do? We would all... And then, uh, you know, you get to the part where down, down, and everyone goes down to the ground and then... Ding, 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 this isn't like a high school dance or something you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was the 80s version of... Shout... Shout... This was our version of that. No, shout out B-52s for providing music that allows
5: middle schoolers and high schoolers to all get on the dance floor together and not feel awkward by having to ask somebody one-on-one to dance. That's the kind of music that would allow everybody to just go out there and be in a group and act like an idiot, but not look like an idiot. Exactly. Yeah. Also, also my wedding,
3: B-52s got a lot of burn at the Madsen wedding. Did they really? Oh, yeah.
5: You were in your bag at that thing. Yeah, he was.
3: Deep in my duffy. Yeah, yeah.
5: Yeah was yeah. crocked
2: crocked lobster
3: I'll, in nev- the I'll never get over I'll never get over
5: not being invited to that I'll never get over it even though you had a very very good approach and reason
2: brother I was I barely invited yeah I know I know I know <laughs> Yeah, I know. and you weren't invited to my wedding either I know how weddings work too <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs>
5: know no, I wasn't. I had a
2: grand total of uh zero
5: non family members <laughs> at my and, my minuptials. Maybe I'm not as well liked around here as I'd like to think I am. I guess not. <laughs> All right, let's the, back
3: to the Reinharders. No, anyway, yeah, back to yeah.
5: wow. no, the like uh, No, back to the merch shop, which is on fire right now at 957TheGameshop.com. Do
2: we have a Brock lobster shirt on there? No, With we have uh, Brock's head on a lobster. We will tomorrow now that you said that. Oh, what well, we do have are relevant
5: t-shirts. And I don't mean the T-shirts are relevant. I mean, they say relevant with Brock Purdy's 13 oh. tucked in to the relevant word, and they are hotcakes. Although I never really understood that phrase, selling like hotcakes, like is there some store or something where people go and buy a lot of pancakes or something like that? I I,
2: I, I don't know. Um, and has any place ever been like sold out? We're all out of pancakes. Yeah, plus We don't have any more batter we can make. How would you feel
5: about a restaurant that also called it that?
2: Like, we're here,
5: okay, we're here for breakfast and it said hot cakes. I'd be like, all right, you're a cheese ball. Change your menu. These are pancakes. Get out of here with your hotcakes. What is this? 1923. Yeah. So I was like talking to my cakes. three-month-old
2: the other day about the what expression, expression <laughs> "raining cats and dogs" because we were looking out the window and it was absolutely pouring last week. And Doesn't I said, oh. "I said it's raining cats and dogs." And then I stopped and I said, <laughs> What is that Baby Mila? I, I don't want to lie to you anymore. There's n- there are neither cats nor well, dogs falling from the sky. You could tell, Mila. You, you'll love this. Do you know? And there's
5: one answer to this: the stupidest phrase." <laughs> (laughs) In the English language that we use in a a shape like you're talking about right now, you are experiencing it right now. You want to know what it is? Please. Oh, I slept like a baby. Dude. What the hell does that mean? I'll tell you what it means. That means you didn't sleep at all. Means you screamed. you been screaming all night. I mean, like, right? You're making Shasky videos. You're just screaming the whole time. I want to go back to the playoffs. Dude, seriously, <laughs> I, I've like never like thought a baby. of that. Who
2: made that up? Have it's you like ever had a baby, dude? Dude. 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 Yeah, All right. I'll show you slept like a baby. <laughs> anyway. I just got a picture from my beloved supper of our baby sleeping like a baby. Yep, yep. By the way, shout
5: out to Martin in Mill Valley and Brent in Daly City. They both bought relevant tees, and they'll have them ready for the playoffs. You can do the same at 957thegameshop.com. It's 957thegameshop.com, and I'm having a moment right now. Martin in Mill Valley. You know how I always reference my neighbor who comes out and talks sports with me in the morning? Is this him? I think that's him. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure that's him. It's got to be. Marty, what's going on, brother? What's so going on? when you get home, he's going to be rocking his relevant shirt. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be like, I heard you talk about me on the radio. Unless there's another Martin in Mill Valley, which I'm sure there is. uh But anyway. That's really cool, Martin. Thank I think you. That is. But yeah, whichever Martin it was, thank you guys very much. 957 the game, shop.com. Alright, Willard and Debs Let's get back to the calls I could get really, really used to this clinching the division in Seattle thing Did it in 2019 Did it again here in 2022 And oh, by the way, let's get a few calls in here And then I want to roll you through something I did last night I want a little bit of a dive Into the schedules Remaining for playoff teams And I believe That I can tell you right now who the 49ers are going to play in Week One of the playoffs? It's a
2: great tease,
5: Unless, but it's going to be two I'm different answers. playoff
2: matchup. Even Roger Goodell <laughs> doesn't know is going to happen. That's coming up on NFL Cast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ben. Thank you. A little Dennis Miller and my Chris Townsend. Nice job. A little too much Miller and no, my Towney. I've
5: got two answers though because I don't know if the Niners are getting the two seed or the three
2: seed. Okay. So
5: I got a two seed answer. And I got a three-seat answer.
2: I'd like you to be definitive of on how this actually plays out and uh, just pick um, the one that you think is going to be most plausible. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Okay. I, I'm, I'm not just going to do it because you tell me to. Great That's tease. not I, know I work. That's not how you work. Uh,
5: Robert in the East Bay. Uh, what's going on, Robert? You're on with Willard and Debs. What are you doing? Hey, I'm
4: in the car waiting to the agency to talk to you guys. A long-time listener, first-time caller. Oh, uh, man. Greenlaw really lit it up last night. But, hey, I just called about Rock Birdie. You guys have a lot of Brock, um, Brock puns and everything else. So I'll take you back to the early 90s, late 90s, when there's a movie called Boogie Nights. Dirk Diggler, played by Mark Wahlberg. Who also oh played boy. Uh, Vince Papali in Invincible. Um, rem- uh, imagine Chess um, Rockwell and Brock Landers singing the song. You got the touch. You got the fire. Dude,
2: all the way to the playoffs! Uh, wow, awesome! I'm I'm a happy to be a Niners fan. Happy holidays,
5: guys, and I'm um, I'm out. Thank oh, you. Man. That's a great call. Brock that guy. Yeah. Him. <laughs> Brock him. <laughs> Brock that guy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That one sort of works. It's a three. No, anyway,
2: it, it, whatever. We're all, Brock puns is what he was talking about, and yep. he even was able to sing and and a great debut for the first time caller.
5: Listen, does, it feels good right now, doesn't it? It's it. it listen, it's great, baby. It Always feels great when your team makes the playoffs, but there's something different about this. Remember the Warriors won the title and were like, why does this feel so different? Because it felt, right, no KD, a little bit more organic, surprising, homegrown. It
2: hit different is the expression.
5: This does too. Yeah. It's not even Christmas yet. And they've already clinched the division and nothing worse than the three seed and they're on
2: QB3? I mean, this is... It it hits different. It's inconceivable, Mark. <laughs> and it really is unprecedented is. in terms it of... Is. And we can talk about the what-if scenario because now we do know this. The 49ers will have a playoff game the second weekend in January. It will be at Levi Stadium in Santa Clara. And so you look at the possibility of the Niners going all the way, and we do know this. No rookie has ever quarterbacked his team to a Super Bowl victory. So... We're already into uncharted territory in terms of a third stringer is the guy who won the division. He's one of the few quarterbacks to ever win in Seattle as a Niner starting quarterback. He's already in some pretty heady company.
5: Uh, Let me ask you a question real quick before we continue with the calls. If I said to you that the Lions were playing at Lambeau Field tomorrow against the Packers,
2: who do you think would win the game? Uh, boy, gosh, it's tough because Detroit is a better team indoor, they but are. they are hot. I'm going to say Detroit wins okay. that game.
5: All right. So I'm going to take that prediction, and I'm going to tell you what the playoff structure will be. Detroit is the seventh seed if they win that game, and they will have the opportunity to win that game on the final game of the year, Week 18. The Washington Commanders of the 49ers will see in eight days. That's your sixth seed. So... Those are your options for the 49ers as far as who's visiting Levi Stadium on the weekend of, is it uh, January 14th and 15th? Yeah. There will be a home game. Levi Stadium lights on January 14th 15. 15th. It will either be the Detroit Lions or the Washington Commanders based on whether or not the 49ers are the two seed or the three seed. If they are the two seed, if they can win out, I think the Vikings go three and one the rest of the way. 49ers, if they win all three of their games, I do believe they will be the two seed and they have said they are going to chase those wins. Shout out Steve Kerr. Kyle Shanahan said that last night. They want the two seed. And really, quite frankly, with the three teams remaining on their schedule, outside of injuries we don't see coming, there is zero reason why they should not win those games. So, I got the Niners as the two seed and surprisingly facing the Detroit Lions week one of the playoffs at Levi Stadium.
2: Wow, that's that would be a great matchup. Although Detroit would be more formidable than we would have thought. I We're love I love the angles. Uh, Jared Goff in a virtual homecoming, coming back to the Bay Area. A kid from Marin Catholic, hanging really? there, big guy, uh, Cal <laughs> grad, and more importantly, the assistant linebacker coach, Cameron Davis, my old neighbor from when I lived in Oakland. That'd I met fun. him as a, met him as a nine year old. And he got his start in the coaching world in no small part based on a chance meeting that he had with Amy Trask at a sushi restaurant on Broadway. He saw Amy, dropped my name. Amy called me and said, what do you know about this kid? I said, he's a great kid. He got an internship with the Raiders. Skip ahead some 12 years, and he's on the Lions staff, so I would love to see Cammy Cam, my old neighbor, in a homecoming be, be a fun with game. the Detroit Lions. It'd be a fun game. But what about uh, this, Mark? What about if the Niners became the Number one Ooh, seed. I don't think it's going to happen. Number I, yeah. one. Why? Why would the
5: what, what? are you predicting for the Eagles at Chicago? What? What kind of a collapse is this? One.
2: Well, at Dallas, that's going to be a tough game. Uh, sure,
5: tough on a game. short
2: week, tough game. They would have to
5: lose to Chicago They're, at Chicago this week. At then Dallas, it's at and Dallas then they host New and Orleans. They got home games against the Saints and, the Giants. and the Giants. It's yeah. possible. No, it's not. <laughs> It's not. Mathematically. they are not going to lose all those games. You son of a math teacher. I do not think that's happening.
2: All right. You before, do know that it is mathematically possible. Uh, so many things are. I'm yes. Just, just, absolutely. You know, as a son of a math teacher, for you to discount the hey, math is offensive. It's, it's mathematically possible to buy a house here in the Bay Area, too. However, all right. right, let's Tom go, Willard is rolling over in his bed right
5: now. I was going to be careful. In his bed. You better be careful. Happy 80th <laughs> birthday. Let's go. Let's go. Big Tom guy. Kyle's got some breaking Warriors news. What do we got?
3: Yeah. Something that's not mathematically possible, Draymond Green playing tonight. Anthony Slater reporting Jeez. Draymond Green is out against oh. the Sixers with a right quad contusion. No Draymond Green Dude, tonight. Dude, see They are not
5: chasing wins, are they? Um, I understand. Look, he's hurt. If he's hurt, he's hurt. But there's so no Draymond, no Steph, no Wiggins. And Clay is listed as questionable uh, at Philadelphia tonight. This, uh, all of the good feeling around beating the
2: Celtics has suddenly gone. So four days later, Steph hurts his shoulder. Draymond gets ejected. Steph is going to be out. And now Draymond's got a thigh bruise. Yep. And Wiggins is not back yet. Jordan Poole's
5: not playing well. And I don't know what Clay's got going on, Uh, but we know that Clay doesn't play back to backs anyway. So he's either going to play tonight or tomorrow, I guess.
2: I think Clay plays tonight and he shoots 47 times. Okay. That's my official prediction. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Um, all
5: Try right. It loose. Charles in South City is next up on Willard and Dibs. Hey, Charles, what are you doing? Listening to you guys. Yeah. yeah. How are you guys? It's always the right hey, answer. Charles? Yeah. Yeah, we're good, man. Oh, man. I'm, I'm going gonna,
4: I'm gonna to be straightforward with this. I am a Seahawks fan, so boo me if you have to.
5: Boo!
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right.
5: Now we're done.
4: Hey, all I gotta say is I gotta admit, Purdy is—he's proven to be a real deal for the past eleven quarters I've seen. This man has, this kid has a dog in him. He may not be, you know, Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady, but hey, this is as poised as a rookie as I've seen since Justin Herbert took over for Tyrod Taylor for the Chargers a couple years back. Now, this kid definitely has a third string. He has a lot of, no, a lot of attention right now. If he can win a Super Bowl as a third stringer, it's going to be absolute mayhem. Uh, It's going to be absolute mayhem.
5: Complete. I mean, the story is all set up. So, so storybook. Charles, thanks. Appreciate a Seahawks fan calling, but looks like he sees this thing with two pretty open eyes. You know, it's funny when people say stuff like this. He may not be Patrick Mahomes. Right. So... Outside of I guess Josh Allen, pretty much nobody is. There's two types of ways to win in the NFL. You can go get a freakish athlete and put him at quarterbacks, what the Chiefs have done, what the Bills have done, um, and, and maybe there's a couple the other Ravens teams have there. done that. The Ravens, and I guess maybe you could you could start to talk about the Eagles doing that as well. But then when you go, he may not be Patrick Mahomes. He may not be Tom Brady. Okay, hold on. Now I'm not. I, I don't want to compare him to the greatest of all time. In terms of accomplishment, I want to compare him to the greatest of all time in terms of style. Tom Brady, Joe Montana was the same way. These guys ended up being all-time great quarterbacks, but they've never done anything ever that makes you look at them and go, oh my gosh, they're freakishly athletic. That's not how they've done it. You've never watched a Patriots game and gone, oh my gosh, did you see what Tom Brady just did? No. It's formulaic. It's almost like there's a script and he follows it. He's so freaking good at it. There's so much competitiveness. There's so much accuracy. There's so much smarts. There's all these things that he does well on a football field. And you can, has been proven, win that way in the NFL. You can also do it with a crazy person at quarterback like the Chiefs do. There's just there's never going to be more than two or three of those people on the planet. Right. And, and you can win another way, and Brock
2: absolutely might be one of those guys. Right, and he might be the kind of guy who can just make the playoffs four consecutive years and go to an AFC championship game and lose and, and basically be as quietly efficient as you possibly can be. And they have a guy like that in Tennessee, and his name is Ryan Tannehill. Mm-hmm. And if you look at what he's done in his four years in Tennessee... 89 touchdowns, 33 interceptions. That's about a three-to-one ratio. No one's ever going to look at Ryan Tannehill and say, you're a top-five QB, probably not a top-10 QB. Maybe he's a top-15 QB. But they've got a very physical team. They've got a dominant run game with Derrick Henry. They've got a coach that everybody believes in. And all they do is go out there and win ball games. And you look at nine and seven, They went to the playoffs 11 and 5. They went to the playoffs 12 and 5. They went to the playoffs. Now, they're not a team that is going to scare you even this year. Because, by the way, they're going to be a playoff team. Again, And they're going to be underdogs in every playoff game that they possibly play. But to your point, you don't have to have a guy out there slinging it for 400 yards. There are many different ways to win football games. And I believe that Kyle Shanahan secretly loves this style of victory.
5: I I, I agree with everything you're saying. And, and maybe it's too early to say this, but it almost it's like, gosh, what you see physically with Brock, I, I, I think he can be better than Tannehill. I really do. Tannehill's fine. He does a nice job. Yeah. But he also... I, Tennessee can be good every year, and I don't ever think they're going to get to the... All the way. I right. don't think they're going to even...
2: I don't think he's going to have a Garoppolo year.
5: But do you get, think that get Brock to the Purdy... Super Bowl.
2: Let's say Brock Purdy... You face Detroit, and, you know, I don't think you're going to have to outgun the Lions. I don't think Jared Goff comes to Levi's and lights you up for 30, even though their offense has been great. Defense is too good, Exactly. So then you skip them forward against Minnesota. If they have Minnesota at home, Minnesota, great offense. Justin Jefferson, terrific. But you don't feel like he's going to have to outgun Minnesota. You get to Philadelphia on the road. That's a little bit of a different different. story. That's when
5: this gets different. And if you
2: do beat Philly... Going up against Kansas City or Buffalo, the likely AFC champion, you feel differently about those games, too. No doubt. In terms of, you know, can Brock Purdy go 14 of 21 and win those games?
5: I like where you're drawing the line in in terms of what will sort of feel, now that we know that they're going to the playoffs, like what will sort of feel like a par, right? If you get to the NFC title game that feels like what the 49ers collectively not just Brock right that feels collectively right now like what they should do and then it gets interesting then does the defense struggle one of these games against a Hertz or a Mahomes or something like that and what would Brock do in those situations sure um I you know I hope they get there that way, so that we can see it uh Matt in uh no, Matt's gone let's let's go to Cole in Pleasant Hill next up on uh, Weatherton Dibs hey Cole what are you doing
4: I am headed to the golf course to drop some
5: birdies for Purdy. Right oh, now. you yeah, beautiful so being so cool. you. I love it. Purdy <laughs> birdie. I love it. That's it. Man, it's so
4: exciting to have a guy who's really coachable. He He's just a fresh set of eyes on the field right now, too. I really enjoy these types of situations where, you know, a guy comes in, and and now we can utilize maybe some other players that we hadn't before, like Kittle, for example, I just those two TDs yesterday. I'm so happy to see him do more than just blocking. And uh, our run game with McCaffrey's on fire right now. Our defense is just unstoppable. I mean, as we're moving, I don't, I, I don't see how we could get beat right now. So let's stay healthy, keep the train moving along, and uh, man, go Niners!
5: Yeah, I, I, I uh, tap the brakes with what you said there at the end. Uh, excitement, that's great. You know, I don't see how they can be beat. I mean, I do. (laughs) Right. There are like four or five other really, really, really good football teams. And it's a single elimination tournament.
2: And you deal with, you know, games in the playoffs that can be swung on any one possession. Turnovers are how any team can be beaten. And if you look at a possible matchup with Dallas, for example, Dallas is a team that mirrors you in many ways. Dallas has a nasty defense. Dallas has a a one-two punch at running back that might be able to give you some trouble? Could they?
5: I mean, who runs the ball on the 49ers? Like no,
2: Dallas? People, Dallas actually doesn't scare
5: me that much. If 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 you give me the scare list right now, it's three teams. There are three
2: teams. It's, it's Philly, uh Kansas City and Buffalo. That's it. As far as That's it. I'm not saying Dallas scares you, right. and it, but they mirror you in many ways. Yeah, it does it doesn't mean
5: that an upset can't happen, but I firmly believe that those are the only three teams that offensively against this defense Throw stuff at you that may hurt you. You know, the 49er defense is elite, but it's not perfect, okay? We even said it earlier in the show. Hufanga right now has has shown the propensity once a game to be in the wrong spot and have it lead to a touchdown. The Buccaneer one got called back. The Tyreek Hill one didn't end up mattering. The Will Disley one last night didn't end up mattering. And those aren't all Hufanga. It's a group effort, right? Is someone behind me? Is someone not behind me? Do I have help? I get it. But those things, could Jalen Hurts or Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes? We already watched Mahomes, and I thought that was a compromised day for the 49er defense. Mooney Ward wasn't healthy. It was different then. They've now gone on a seven-game win streak. But those are the three that scare me.
2: In the mobile quarterback question, I think is still out there in terms of, you know, facing a guy like that. And I don't think you're going to face another one the remainder of this regular season. Dallas, by the way, does loom based on the playoff seating. If the Giants beat the Vikings in that 2-7 matchup, then the Giants would face Philadelphia, and if Dallas beats Tampa Bay, the Niners would face Dallas in that next playoff yeah, it's, game. Yeah, it's certainly possible. Dallas is tracking to be; they're going to be the
5: five seed. Yes, Dallas going to be the five seed. Almost locked in. Um, yeah, almost almost locked in. 49ers, two, three, whatever, whatever that is. Um, it, I, I think it's, it's, it's probably pretty simple. I think the 49ers beat their first opponent and it's probably Minnesota waiting for them, provided that things go the way you would, uh, you would think that they're going to go. Um, but if Minnesota were to be upset, then yeah, here, here come the Dallas Cowboys. I think the 49ers will win that game. I think the Dallas Cowboys have a really hard time moving the ball on the 49er defense. I think you're
2: right to an extent, but Dallas, they do have a good one-two punch at running back. And they've got a defense that would be, at that point, at any point, the toughest that Brock Purdy had faced. It
5: would be interesting, although, wasn't it also interesting to watch whatever the hell Houston is putting on a football field? move the ball all over the place all night on dallas last week (laughs) dallas i want everybody to this is a total aside and just from me to you and i don't even know what the spread is watch dallas this weekend if they're real they will put the beat down on this weekend but i don't think they're going to i think they're going to have a hell of a hard time in their football game they may win it. What's the number? Four. They are four-point favorite. At Jacksonville. At Jacksonville? That's a live dog. That is a live dog. Jacksonville has only lost one game by two scores all year long. They are playing better in the last three or four weeks. They've gotten healthy. Trevor Lawrence has figured it out. And you were just singing the praises of Tennessee. Go look at what Jacksonville did to them last week. That team can play, and if Dallas does not have their stuff buttoned up, Jacksonville's going to beat them on Sunday.
2: Titans and Chargers, by the way, 125, a good afternoon game. Is good. It's going to be a fun Sunday where you can it just is. watch everything oh, the and not have to worry totally. about it, right? Get
5: Scott Hansen back on. It's a red zone Sunday from start to finish. And, uh, it and all it starts with the World Cup final yes, at 7 a.m., and it's I'd, I'd like to
2: give you my thoughts on that coming oh, up on the other side. Can we get
5: an Mbappe versus the little genius Breakdown. Absolutely. All right, and more of your phone calls. We're never leaving that. It's Brock Purdy Mania, and that's what's up next on The Game. Brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full-service banking, no compromises. And it's also brought to you by Outdoor Supply Hardware on Willard & Dibs. Triple Points
2: Weekend at Outdoor Supply Hardware is your chance to give and receive. Club OSH members earn triple points December 16th, 17th, and 18th. That's three days to earn points three times faster towards your next coupon. Not a Club OSH member? Sign up today. <laughs>
4: NFC West champions.
0: So the 49ers win it, and they are the Western Division champions. <laughs> bang, bang, niner
4: gang. Ah! Bang, bang, niner gang. Bang, bang, niner gang. Levi's Stadium will host a playoff game, and we're all over it. Can you smell with the bracket cooking? Only on
2: 95.7,
0: the game. If you own a business, this has been a bumpy ride. From pandemic to inflation, I'm sure you could use a break. If your business has five or more employees and survived COVID, you might be eligible to receive a payroll tax refund of up to $26,000 per employee. The challenge is getting your hands on it. Hi, I'm Howard Mackler, and that's why I founded GetRefunds.com to cut through the red tape and get you the money. The team of tax attorneys we have put together are highly trained in this little-known payroll tax refund program. We do all the work, charge not a dime up front, and simply share a of the cash that we get for you. Businesses of all types can qualify, including those that took PPP, nonprofits, and even those that increases in sales. We have helped return over a billion dollars to businesses and we can help you too. Just go to GetRefunds.com slash sports, click on qualify me and answer a few questions. This payroll tax refund is only available for a limited period of time. Don't lose out on up to $26,000 per employee. Go to GetRefunds.com slash sports. That's GetRefunds.com slash sports.
3: The Odyssey app is your go-to for Christmas music.
1: Celebrate the season with Odyssey because there's a station for every Christmas vibe. Listen to
0: Artist-hosted stations from Michael Buble, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, Train, and more.
1: Just download the free Odyssey app, search for holiday stations, and go.
0: Christmas music for driving, shopping, or just unwinding.
1: It's all on the Odyssey app.
0: That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at granger we're here for you 24 7 with supplies and solutions for every industry and access to product specialists ready to help call clickgranger.com or just out by granger for the ones who get it done
2: When you can't stop, (coughs) there's Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub sends powerful medicated Vicks Vapors right to the source of your... (coughs) So you can experience cough relief and breathe easier. Generations of families have trusted Vicks VapoRub to help relieve the worst cold symptoms. So next time you have a cough, reach for the Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub. Cough relieving is believing.